You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 30-year-old Jaina Murray. She was born November 22, 1980 in Wichita, Kansas. Jaina attended St. Louis University in Madrid, Spain for two years before graduating with a Bachelor of Science degree from George Washington University in Washington, D.C. She was a sales team leader for Lululemon Apparel. She loved animals dance and travel and she loved life on the edge and to the fullest she met 28 year old Brittany norwood while working at the store on march 11 2011 on the upscale bethesda row shopping center at the end of the shift the two women checked each other's bags as per store policy jana found a pair of stolen tights in Brittany's bag they left the store at 9 45 p.m and six minutes later, Jaina called the manager to tell. Brittany called Jaina and told her that she accidentally left her wallet in the store and needed to go back to get it. At around 10.05 p.m., they re-entered the store. The next morning, the manager walked into Lululemon and discovered a gruesome scene. She called 911. They were working at Lululemon. Jaina Murray was dead. She was found lying in a pool of blood. Brittany Norway was bound with zip ties in the store's bathroom. There was glass and blood all over the floor, and there were open safes. Less than $500 was taken. It appears the girls tried to escape. There was a rope around Jana's neck. Jana Murray was pursuing two masters. Brittany Norwood was a college soccer star. She was in the process of becoming a personal trainer. The police spoke to Brittany Norwood at the hospital. She told them that she and Jaina went back to the store after hours to get Brittany's wallet, and two masked men slipped in behind them. She told police that they raped both of them before killing Jaina and tying Brittany up while calling her racial slurs. She told the police that the two men let her live because she was more fun to have sex with. Girl, bye. Brittany was sexually assaulted and tied up. The police viewed the surveillance and there were two men dressed in black heading towards an Apple store. The police talked to the employees at the Apple store. Apparently, they heard a commotion. An employee heard a woman's voice say, Don't do this. Talk to me. What's going on? Then the employee heard the same voice say, God help me. Please help me. The employee didn't call the police because she thought it was just drama. The police found two pairs of shoes, and there was blood spatter on them. The pattern on the bottom of the shoes matched the ones in blood in the store. The police talked to Brittany again. She told them that the men who attacked them knew her name and where she lived. After they were done with her, 
they threw her on Jaina's dead body. Hey, don't forget to check out crystalkiss.com for my murder merch. Cool designs for all of you true crime addicts. If you live in the U.S. and buy three or more items, you'll get free shipping. Use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% on your entire order. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks. The link is in the show notes. The sneakers were there for customers to try on while they're trying on clothes. Why would the attackers try on the shoes and leave them at the store? Now, those particular sneakers were there for customers to try on while they're trying on clothes. So why would the attackers try on the shoes and leave them at the store? The police suspected Brittany was behind this. They suspected Brittany killed Jaina, but they had to be sure. The report showed no evidence of sexual assault. She claimed that she was dragged, but there was no blood on the back of Brittany's shirt. The police found Jaina's car and there was blood on the door handle, gear shift, and steering wheel. And it was Brittany's blood. Detectives questioned Brittany again, and they asked her if she was ever in Jaina's car. She told them that she doesn't know the make and model of Jaina's car. Then the next day, she changed her story and said she remembered the make and model of Jaina's car, and that she was in it. She told the police that one of the men made her move Jaina's car, and told her to move the car and come back to the store. Do you know what kind of car she has? Um, I don't. I saw it once, but I don't know the make and model. I don't know. Prior to him sexually assaulting me and zip-tying me, they made me move her car. Okay. They said that one of them would be watching the entire time. You gotta tell us what really happened. She kept changing her story. The police were convinced she killed Jaina. I guess we can start off with the injuries that you have. They're self-inflicted. Yeah, they're self-inflicted. You did this to yourself. No, I did. And I'll tell you why. I know this. I would never do this. Yes, you It was self-inflicted. They're perfectly parallel. They're superficial scratches. It's obvious. It's a classic case of self-inflicted wounds. I told you what really happened. No, what you've done is you've concocted a, an incredible story that doesn't make any doggone sense. Brittany, okay. I know about the thefts. I know that Jaina found clothing in your bag. No, she didn't. So why did you kill her? I didn't. No, I didn't. I never do that. Jane was my friend. I told you what happened. No. You told me what you want us to think happened. But that's not the truth. You stupid. I told you what happened. No. Nobody in the world is going to believe this story. No one. These guys give you the keys tell you to go move her car okay a cop goes by and you don't flag him down you get in the car and you drive off and park it and then come back so that they can kill you come on you want me to believe that you walk down the street covered in blood 
people are walking past you, no one's looking at you, I said, I don't know. It's 10 o'clock Friday night in Bethesda. There's people all over the place. When the police left the room, Brittany was talking to her brother, not knowing they were being recorded. Listen, listen, I don't know. Jaina had about 331 injuries on her body that came from at least five different weapons. A knife, a hammer, a wrench, a rope, and a metal pole. Her head and face were badly bruised and covered in cuts. And there was a stab wound on the back of her neck that severed her spinal cord and went all the way through to her brain. That ultimately killed her. Brittany moved Jaina's car to a parking lot three blocks away. Then Brittany went back to the store and put her plan into action. She took money from the cash register to stage a robbery. Then she sliced open her forehead. She cut Jaina's pants to make it look like she was sexually assaulted. And she put on a pair of size 14 shoes and walked around the store to make it look like a man. Then she put on a pair of size 14 shoes to make it look like a man was inside the store. She walked around in blood to leave footprints. Then she tied her own hands and feet with zip ties and waited in the bathroom until morning. Apparently, Brittany had a habit of stealing and lying. Previously, she left the hair salon without paying for services, claiming somebody had stolen her wallet out of her bag. Brittany's former soccer teammate said they had a falling out because Brittany had stolen money and clothes from her. Brittany's managers at Lululemon had suspected she was shoplifting. There were rumors of her stealing from co-workers' bags and lockers, but they couldn't fire her without proof. Brittany was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. She was sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole. She was sent to the Maryland Correctional Institution for Women. Wow, this is a crazy story. This girl is obviously insane. To cover up the fact she was trying to steal leggings, that's just insane. If the story it was true, which obviously it wasn't, why on earth would you go back to the store so they can kill you? That makes no sense whatsoever. Like, her story was so ridiculous. And anybody who would go to this much trouble to cover it up is insane. She is crazy. She obviously planned this. She purposely left her wallet behind, if her wallet was even left behind, just to get her back to the store so she can kill her. Brittany's exactly where she needs to be. And for anybody who knew Jane Emery, I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. Hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. And if you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks, for more real crime stories. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.